0: Alexander taking over, a spindle, breaking through, a spindle, trying to apply the finish, but it's not going to carry there. It is Robbie Keane, oh,
1: fabulous save from Robles. It's Keane now, sliding in, Zardes,
0: Giasi and Robles again. Second time in quick succession, Luis Robles has come to the rescue for the Red Bulls.
1: Janinho measuring this up, the delivery, the red balls have won it! Right in the air!
2: Welcome to the Red Bull Rant. I'm Jason Ipicco. I'm Truman, and this is episode 59, Sour Grapes. Um, so obviously we have a lot to talk about with the whole New York FC announcement, and we will be getting to that. We're going to dedicate our whole second segment just for that topic. Uh, first, I want to, intro- <laughs> I want to introduce our, our guest host for this evening, since Pat can't be with us for the whole show. Uh, returning to the show for the second time this year, Mr. Ian Perkins. Ian, welcome back to the show.
0: Hello, thank you for having me thanks for uh, guest hosting <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means i'm I'm scared to <laughs> guest host what's the difference between last time and this time We still just get to chat about everything
1: right you can just pretend it it your, you're gonna pretend you're Pat Mcdonald for this episode that's all okay
0: <laughs> i I'll, I'll try I'll do my best
2: <laughs> that's all we ask um so first let's get into uh the match against l a new York coming out with the one nothing win um Truman and I talked about this on our post-game recording, so I don't think we need to go into this. But, uh, Ian, do you want to give us your thoughts on the match?
0: I just honestly just quickly watched the highlights because I was on tour in Australia, so we were checking the scores through Twitter. So I just literally, just before you got on the phone with me, just watched the the highlights. But Cahill goal, amazing. Old Cahill of... That's how he was it. back in the day before it got rubbish. Not rubbish, but, you know, before he before <laughs> he, he lost that that magic touch of his head. And now he's got it back again. Amazing.
2: Yeah, it was a uh, pretty amazing goal. Uh, too bad we couldn't see more out of the team. But a win's a win. You take the you three points, you keep that's on moving, you,
0: so. That's the beauty of football, though. You, t- you have that one magic moment. Boom. Worth sitting through all of that. You know what I mean? But I didn't have to sit through it. Because were just the highlights. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's, and it's,
0: it's magic, and, and, and you, you, know, also a, uh, you, you also
1: being a you also being a Watford fan, you certainly know what magic moments are recently. So, oh,
0: <laughs> that was the best, the best. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> the best, the best moment to... of maybe of of all the time of, of of my whole watching all the games of football I've ever watched. Just the most amazing finished any game. <laughs> I
2: loved it. I, I have to admit, I probably watched that ten times from ten different angles in the stadium so far. So, oh, no.
0: <laughs> but that last minute goal—it doesn't matter if it's your team and it's the last minute goal. I mean, the fact that tickets to Wembley, amazing. But even still, like, in that, when you sat through a game and you're like, oh no, this is not going our way, and then someone just comes out like that, whether it's Troy Deeney for Watford or Cahill's coming out, I love, I love it. That's when people oh it, it sucks that football is like a low-scoring game or whatever. Like I don't know, one one second changes everything. You know what I
1: mean? Oh yeah, we, yeah. I we,
0: we've seen plenty of that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah I, I remember I, I, was
2: si- I was sitting in the stadium, and I think with um, in the 80th minute, I think I turned to Pat and I said, "This one's not going to end 0 0 Sure enough, Kale yeah. proves me wrong, but I'm I'm really glad he did. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So Amazing. now for what
2: we what. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, So, since you are a guest of the show, um, you generally we don't talk about this stuff with guests, but we do what we call our like and dislike of the week. So, uh first, we right. opened, in this case, we're going to start with a dislike since we want to end this week on a positive note. So, I know you said you didn't get to watch the game, but is there anything in particular this week that you did not like? And, I didn't well, like about the land, game. obviously,
0: that doesn't say the game. I don't know if I, I didn't see enough to to like, I mean if you finish on a note like that with it when it's a goal, do you know what I mean? The team going crazy, kicking out the, the corner flag or whatever, it's hard it's hard to to get a dislike, do you know what I mean? Not that I didn't oh, I yeah. I didn't maybe if I sat through the whole game and, and, and the guys weren't playing good enough or whatever and you think it's gonna finish on a nil nil, you know what I mean? But I don't know. If it's maybe it's a little bit of luck and if they hadn't have had that luck, it would be a whole different conversation, do you know what I mean? I don't know. What was what what what? How how well did they play? Like overall, like for the ninety minutes, because I couldn't really tell from the from that quick from the quick thing that I watched.
1: Uh, well, I'll say this: defensively, the Red Bulls were just unbelievable. Heimerson Olave yeah. and Holgersson were they are such monsters, and especially Olave, he was just you couldn't get past the guy. He, he was just yeah. he was unbelievable. So I mean, that, I you know we always talk about defense wins championships, and if this is the way they're going to play defense. For the rest of the year, they're going to be really, really tough to beat.
0: Yeah, I like I like right. that style as well. Some people are just you know attacking, attacking. What for this season has been all about attacking and just scoring more goals than the other team. you know what I mean? As opposed to, I know that's how you win a game, but you know, like much more, you know, like trying to win that like three-two as opposed to keeping a clean sheet. But I really like, I love to see, you know, like a defensive block, like last-minute ditch. Cool. Is as good as in as, as, as a goal for me, not for everybody. But I don't know. I, no, I, 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 I appreciate agree. that side of the game. We look at look at that. Look at the uh, at the free kick save. Amazing. You know, and to some people who are who are just done about attack. You know, the attacking side of the game it's not going to be. You know, that that good to some people. But for me, like an amazing save or like you know, like getting the ball off the line is that is as, as exciting to me. As, as
1: senior teams Not not as exciting But just about as exciting You
0: know what I mean? Oh, sure Alright, so but the attacking true. though Defending was good Attacking Not so good Alright,
1: so All right. uh, Truman
2: your, Yeah, your turn for the
1: dislike um, The reason I call this episode Sour Grapes Is My dislike is Bruce Arena After the game Pretty much saying that Tim Kale actually didn't score a goal More that the keeper Didn't run out and get the ball Now Yes, the keeper Absolutely could have Run out and made a play on the ball but I mean, he, he t- and and um, our past guest, Mr. Taylor Tallman, also kind of called it out that you, you think that Tim Cahill didn't even score. That's I mean, that's the way everybody made it out to be. I mean, give give Genino credit for one hell of a free kick because that was so far outside the box. I mean, that was just a perfect target. You have Henri setting the pick on on um, Omar Gonzalez. And a great finish. Now I don't care if the goalie didn't come out and challenge it. He just he gave absolutely no credit to Tim Cahill at all. So that's my dislike.
2: Well what did you expect yeah, him to
1: do? He's not gonna do that. <laughs> just be a man. Um, be a man. That's all I'm saying.
2: Man up. So uh my dislike originally was gonna I was gonna go with Pecky's substitution pattern because I really thought you should have come out of this game. And I'm kinda glad that was proven wrong in this case with that free kick. But so I'm gonna go to one of my other go to's The refereeing situation.
1: (laughs) See, that's why Uh, I didn't say it. I figured you had that covered.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So if if you look at the stats, it's actually not that bad. The fouls are 17-13, so that's fairly even in terms of the fouls. But my God, were some of those fouls terrible calls. Like, guys would just barely touch another player, and of course they're going to fall down, but why the fuck are those calls being made? I mean, seriously, at this point, with professional referees organization, why are those calls being made? It it, it baffles Uh, my mind.
1: Yeah, it was funny because I think we, we might have mentioned this on our little mini show, but Tim Cahill reaches over a guy's back, no whistle called. Okay, fine. Tim Cahill barely looks at a guy and he blows the whistle. I, I it was, it was really bad. You've and got, Ar- to Ar- be Ar- got the, the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they're exactly, it's, it's week after week with the MLS. You just, you're not seeing it. And I think
0: that's, I think that's every league though, especially when, when it's your team. I think you're always calling out. I know I do it at what, whenever I'm at home. The ref is never on the side, but I like it when the, when the ref <laughs> when the, when the crowd gets on the ref's back. I love it, but it's not good when you're losing. Not good when you're winning. I don't know. I like I, like it's all part of the game, though. That's what people are saying about bringing in like goal line technology and everything like that. I don't know, it, It's going to take away from that, you know, from this whole thing that we're talking about now. You know, if it stop the game, take it back, change this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I like it. I do, I hate the, just, it. Of course, I hate it when with the wrong decisions. But I do. I do love it that like it gives you this whole thing to talk about and like I don't know. But just they've got to be consistent, though. You know, like if you're gonna give if you're gonna let people get away with strong tackles, it's got to be right the way through the game. You know what I mean?
2: Exactly. That that that's my concern. My issue is that it, they, he was not consistent at all, and unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it's just something that is still a big thing in MLS. I know Pro only started this year, but they've got to get better um so like of the game uh yeah <laughs> you have I, I know like i said you, you haven't seen the game yet or the whole game but is there anything you in, in particular that you like about this uh this game
0: the goal celebration passion that was amazing <laughs> just the whole thing and like i don't know that was you can tell you can tell you can tell when there's players that you know that are just going out and getting the money and going to Played, you know what I mean, and then you see something like that, and you see all those players run, celebrate together, beat the fuck out of the corner flag, like that's not doing that. If you're just out there for the money or whatever, and just you know what I mean, and you don't care about your team, you, you're not going to run the, like the whole length of the pitch just to go and celebrate with your team. You know what I mean? I Loved it, great.
1: <sighs> I, you know what sucks. <laughs> that that's pretty much my like.
0: <laughs> no, it, I can pick I, another yeah. one.
1: It's funny. Well, I'll, I'll just add on to it. I'll pick something new because, really, I'm 100% with you with the goal celebration, obviously, because that's what I was going to go with. But you know what my favorite part is? Giannino karate kicks. and uh, You know, Tim Cahill's already roughing up the flag as it is. Giannino karate yeah. kicks it and screams like a crazed animal several times. You have <laughs> to watch the replay and watch his reaction. And listen to him. He screams louder than anyone in the crowd. It, I love it. I it love was it. So, it was so awesome. It was, it was so great.
2: I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's already calls for someone to make a uh, a deuce face of him. Yeah, they really (laughs) need. My my like's also going to be along with the ceremony, but it's going to be more towards the coach's bench. Um, If you haven't, you have to go find the vine, which is like a six second video of Pecky celebrating that goal, and he is just an absolute madman. Like, just marching around his coach's box, celebrating that goal. And it's just one of the best things to see. Especially with last year with Hans Baca, who wouldn't really celebrate all that much. And you can just see how much Pecky is in this. Like, like Ian said, or sorry, not like Truman said, one of you, I forget forget who already, but you could tell Pecky's not in it for the money. He's in it for the team. He's in it for the, for the fans because he understands what we've been through. So you can just see the passion he has for, for the job. And that, that's oh. why I love him just stomping around the coach's box. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so for our Fantasy League, uh, top three have not changed since last week, so we're not going to bother dealing with those. Uh, Truman's dropped down to 18th. Oh, team so awful. 626 points. Uh, I moved up one spot to 8th, 716 points. Pat's obviously still in last, 326 points. So for predictions, uh, nobody got the score right. I had it 3-0, Pat 2-0, Truman 3-2, Kevin 3-1, Zach, Craig, P. I I never received it for, uh, but so the four of us that called it got a point for the win. So standings, Pat still in first with 14 points, Zach, Truman retired tied for second at 13. Uh, I'm at 4-12, then Pete at 10, Kevin at 5, Craig at 2. <laughs> I, I don't. We should probably just take Craig off at this point.
1: <laughs> Craig, Craig apparently just vanished, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, your um, job is when you go back home to England I uh, have to find our friend Craig Taylor he's apparently
0: vanished. <laughs> what is that? Our,
1: our friend Craig is hey, re- a couple our, our friends returned to England and he's apparently vanished so we might have to have you go hunt for him.
0: Oh, I'll go looking for him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Craig, you can make it easy on yourself. If you're out there and you're listening to this, let us us know where you are. We just just want to know you're alive, (laughs) for the love of God. (laughs) Uh, On that note, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking for a decent amount of time on New York City FC. We'll be back with more Red Bull Rants right after this. Welcome back to the Red Bull Rant. Uh, (laughs) We have on the phone with us from a bachelor party, of all places, uh, Pat McDonald, and gracious enough to allow us to call him uh, Mr. Dave Martinez, who will be talking about New York City FC for the umpteenth time this week, apparently, since he's been all over the place.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, God, what's going on? <laughs> sort of I, is, are you joining the show along with all your friends? Uh, I don't know. They're all yammering about God knows what right now. So. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's uh, not NY2. Yeah, no, no. They're not,
4: they're, the Atlanta folks don't really care much about NY2. It's kind of a non starter down here.
3: Mm, I, I wouldn't think so. They probably think you're talking real estate. MLS? What? See, that's a bad joke. No, I it does support <laughs> Exactly. Oh, man.
4: All right, um, what's going on, um, so where, where are we at? <laughs>
2: so we haven't started the discussion yet, but um, before we do, I actually want to just discuss one piece of listener mail because I think it'll be a sort of quick answer. Uh, we have the email from Roy Emanuel, and he says, "Hey guys, first time writer to your show. I enjoy the program very much, and thanks for reading my email. Look at this. Someone's list learned from the Sea and Red crowd apparently to put that right. flatter get you yeah. everywhere. Being nice. <laughs> yeah, be nice.
3: People be nice."
2: My question is, What in, what is in place to prevent Manchester City from signing top players, paying them on Manchester City's books, and loaning them to New York City FC at a cap-friendly price? Could they absolutely load up that way considering their wealth? Shouldn't MLS be a little concerned about this, or they do not care? So... That's a really good question. I know a few weeks ago when we talked about Man City and all this stuff, I said it would probably be a good thing for MLS if uh, they were able to get some of those players over here. But you have to think about the restrictions in place right now on the rosters. And um, I'm reading this off of the 2013 roster rules. So these could change and probably will at some point before 2015. Um, Right now, there's a max of 30 roster spots but only eight of which can be used for international players. So unless Man City is going to load up on Americans all of a sudden, uh, you won't see very many players coming over. Um, and most importantly, MLS has the, the final say on all-player transfers and loans into and out of MLS. So take that into account yeah. where if Man City is trying that tactic to just load up a team that MLS could say, for competitive reasons, no. Although, who we can, they probably won't do that if the money's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So before yeah, we move on, no, yeah. is there anything? I was gonna say, is there any, anything I missed in the, in there?
3: Things could obviously change. I mean, uh, that's that's pretty much the what what I've been hearing about the rumblings I've been hearing is that with more ownership groups that are coming in, big money ownership groups. Uh, I think that Major League Soccer is eventually going to start either flexing the, uh, well, flexing expanding on the uh, salary cap, or at least starting to give teams a bit more autonomy and uh, slowly but surely walk their way uh, further away from the single entity system. Not completely. It, it's 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 brought them a ton of success, and for every uh, well. NYCFC, you have, you know, Colorados, you have your Chicago's of the world. Uh, I mean, teams that have their own soccer specific stadiums but are, are still suffering. You know, they're, they're teams that de- definitely need help out there. So, uh, there is definitely a chance, I guess, that Man City can bring that kind of an opportunity to the league. And the league would be a bit silly to turn it away just in the, in the sake of fairness. But, uh, uh speaking to Claudio Reyna, he had said that things like that would be in, in the books. They would expect to, uh, to send players both ways. They were, uh, as he put it, you know, synergy between the groups and uh listen if you have that kind of it's the same thing we were talking about when Red Bull was first bought up when Metro started first bought up by Red Bull are we going to get players from Austria are we going to see it didn't necessarily materialize and i think that's you know on red bull the organization uh if manchester city has that kind of talent pool if they have those kind of resources which hello they do um i, I don't see a reason why MLS would have to deny them yeah uh, yeah absolutely amazing, so. I absolutely agree with that yeah all right, Thank you so, very much.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's really nothing I can add to that. I mean, you know, it's. it's uh, I definitely, if they want to keep Manchester City and uh, Yankees, the Yankees happy, they're absolutely going to have to open the books a little bit and let for a little more spending. Uh Because you know, with, I mean, Manchester City only just won a championship for the first time last year, but. You know the New York, the Yankees—they're all about championships. So you know they're not allowed to buy one. Forget about it. They're going to jump ship real fast.
3: And if you think about it, you know the the league structure is made to to hold up, to build up the smaller teams, but at the same time, at one point or another, as you get richer and richer ownership groups into the league and, uh, and more investment, these guys and their money are gonna start saying, hey, you know, it's really nice that you're trying to uphold these little guys, and that's perfectly fine, you know, it's healthy for the league, but what about us? <laughs> and I think that that, at one point or another, is going to, it's going to start turning Major League Soccer a little bit. Uh, over the next ten years, if they truly want to be the you know one of the most competitive leagues in the world, one of the uh, the most respected leagues in the world, well that takes money and that takes investment, and these ownership groups are going to want a little bit more autonomy yeah,
2: yeah absolutely money is what makes the world go round so that's definitely going to happen um, so let's let's get to our personal thoughts uh, I'm not going to talk much about my thoughts because I made those perfectly here on the website this week, but I know Truman is really ready to go on this so. Truman can start us off with his thoughts
1: Okay I'm just clearing my throat here My issue is not with having a second team in New York I'm totally fine with that If it was the Cosmos, I'm totally fine with that If there was an MLS team in Flushing, I'm totally fine with that Here's my issue, Mr. Don Garber You gave a team that had no fan support in New York And no stadium plan in place You gave these guys a team and last time I checked, every other expansion team that was uh, considered, one of the big things was you had to have a stadium either ready to go by the time, you know, the team started or it was being prepared. Look at Montreal. They had to renovate the stadium. Look at Portland. They had to renovate the stadium. Look at Vancouver. They had to, you know, they are still planning, I think, on building a new stadium. All these teams had something in place. Seattle, obviously, they were going to play. That um, Quest Field, that was, that was the whole plan, yada, yada. But somehow, <clears throat> Manchester City and the Yankees are gifted a club with with nothing in place. The Flushing deal isn't happening. Uh, I doubt they're going to steal the Cosmos idea of building by the you know Belmont, and it really, really pisses me off. You know, it's this has obviously just become a big money, uh, flashy signing for MLS, and Don Garber is just enjoying. The spotlight that it's going to get, that that if he gave just a team to Queens, and it was like, oh, this is just a team from Queens with a bunch of owners. It's it's really, really a shady way to do business. And I've liked so much that Don Garber has done so far with building the league up. But, I mean, this is just – it's such a joke. It's such a complete and total joke. And it's just a it's, – it's pandering to Euro snobs. So it's – I don't know. It just it just pisses me off.
3: Well, when you uh, when you look at what he's done, right? I mean, you're you're right on the money with with everything you're saying. The business plan, the business model, the, the whole idea for the twentieth franchise has completely been turned on its head. For the past year and a half, all anyone has heard is that Flushing Meadow Park is going to be the only target for Major League Soccer. We're going to live and die by it. And if it so happens to uh, to occur, you know, if they if the, if they don't want us here, then you know, well, we'll have to look elsewhere. We'll look towards Orlando. We'll look towards other places. What was presented to them was uh, a very convenient out. By yes, Mia, absolutely. By. Uh, by, by, by presenting the Yankees and by presenting Manchester City, they were able to basically show this, you know, pretty new ball in, in the toy pit and tell everybody, hey, look at this, isn't it shiny, isn't it nice? And c- kind of gloss over the fact that they have made absolutely no progress over the past year and a half in flushing uh, the flushing project by all means is uh, is now up in the air if not completely dead it's up to the Yankees to take the mantle on it and once again not to plug the site but as I reported on Empire Soccer Don Garber even said if it doesn't wind up happening the league is perfectly okay with that they're very, his words were comfortable. They're comfortable if, if if the Flushing Stadium doesn't happen because now it's in the the hands of the stadium operators. So uh, it's a it's a hell of a way of passing the baton after a year and a half of saying Flushing or bust.
4: Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's really strange to see this go down this way. Um, because while I do think uh, this team is going to be embraced by New York City fans, that will now only have to hop on a subway ride to get to the game as opposed to crossing the the scary Hudson River. Um, you know, it, it's. I, I do think they'll fill, well, I don't know if they'll fill Yankee Stadium, but they'll put a big crowd there for these games to begin with. But uh, after a while, I mean, they're going to look, these fans are going to look around at the rest of the country and see teams moving moving into bright, shiny, soccer-specific state, stadiums. They're going to wonder, hey, why not us? And, I mean, as we all seen just with Queens or just with any stadium that's been built or tried to be built in New York, um, it's damn near next to impossible to do. Uh, I do think it's possible my it might hijack the Belmont idea, but we'll see if that happens. Um, no,
3: that's not, that's no way. You know, first off, would be that would be a total admission of failure. That would be alright. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it's on the border of Nassau and Queens, it's Nassau County and the Cosmos have embraced that. They've already put in the bid is not open first off. The bid has been closed off. Uh, whoever decided to get in on it went in on it already. Major League Soccer did look at that site. Uh, previous to choosing Flushing Meadow, and they rejected it. So the Cosmos went all in on it. Their their bid is still up for grabs. Uh, it's still being evaluated. It has a ton of political support. Uh, the only concern, really, well, there were two concerns with the bid: one that uh, the the Queen Stadium was going to be built, which now doesn't look like it's going to be happening, and uh, and the second yeah. one, where they would be playing. NASL is it is it worthwhile for the county to invest in something like that? Right now, I think. As unbelievable as it may sound, I think that this whole Manchester City Yankee thing is actually a help to the Cosmos. Weird weird angle, I know, but it, in yeah. my humble <laughs> opinion, I, I think it does help them out.
1: Well, here, why don't we throw Ian into this since he's been very, very quiet and polite, you know, <laughs> listening to the insanity. Um, someone who hasn't grown up in the New York area and now sees you know a second team come in what are your what are you, like what are your thoughts on bringing a second team in
0: honestly just straight from being a fan I think it's great to see another team especially with like a high profile backing like that I think it's great I, honestly what I would love to see is they take the New York thing Red Bulls becomes New Jersey Red Bulls. That is what I would I would love to see that. I don't know I don't know how possible that is or how even if people would get mad about that. And then just start that right, have that real rivalry. It only really comes when it's you've got that closeness. Do you know what I mean? Like and I know it in the States it's hard to get that you know, you get that New York Boston big rivalry or whatever, but to, to have two teams like that close together then get the cosmos coming you know, coming through and have three. There's enough people in New York. I mean, look at how many teams there are in 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 London. Alone, having two massive teams in Manchester, you know, having Liverpool right by there, I think it can only be good. And don't ask me about the loan thing, because I'm biased with the Watford, who's <laughs> Link. I can't yeah. tell you, I think it's amazing our whole season's been made, having uh, found that loophole with the international, you know, the loan system, which is going to get changed next season, but there is a loophole to be found, Man City will find it, and they'll send over all their players, which can only be a good thing as well, just for a fan to see. I mean, what would you rather see? Cahill, you know, scoring a 91st-minute winner against another New York team who's full of, like, Man City B, you know, B players. Amazing. You know what I mean? I can't... I mean, the business side of it, I don't really know enough of it to uh, to comment on that. And it sounds like there's some shady business going on with people not keeping their word or whatever. But aside, I'm just talking purely from a from a fan from a fan point of view, and I think it's great. And maybe maybe if they keep it, you know, a lot of teams in Europe will have it. If one team plays, you know, they, they won't both play at home, you know, both at the set on the same week. So if they can do that sort of thing, you know, one team plays home when the others away. I think you know it's it's not really going to kill the fan base of people that are just going to a game because that's what I did notice that from going to games. There seems to be a lot of people there, you know, like. It, People or Spanish people that are just going there to kind of for the experience as much as being a fan. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think you would still keep though that side of the of of the you know I don't want to say fans, but just people that have gone there, and then you're going to build up the actual real fan base of people that want you know who've got hatred now because there's a lot of Man United fans all over the world who are now going to be right. There's a t- another team for them to hate <laughs> along with Man City. You know, there's a lot of people from just going around and seeing baseball, there's a lot of people that hate the Yankees. And you put those two teams together now, you've instantly got that storyline, that hatred, you know what I mean? I, I, think what, I, was I think just Ian say, uh, say
3: Ian could say just about anything, and he sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it's that accent. That accent just... You're, Ian, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> just listen to the accent. I would
0: disagree with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I... uh I I think one of the if if you really want to feel what this rivalry could be, Mike Pecky put it best by saying, "Pretty much, I'm going to welcome the team in, and then I can't wait to smash them when we play
0: them." (laughs) Exactly, and instantly. How how else are you going to get that with that instant hatred? That like, and and you've got it already. I mean, the best one I've seen Seattle Portland. Like watching those games on TV, like there's a real you can tell those teams up there get it. Not to say that there's not those those rivalries around, but to get two two places that that close together and just like, you know, and they've got that real, I think there's going to be not just a rivalry, there's going to be like a hatred, you know what I mean? Which is going to put, it's really going to get that magic that maybe the MLS has not lacked, but you know how it is like the New York, LA thing, you know, the East Coast, West Coast, but it's still not the same as having someone right on your doorstep and you lose, you've got going to work the next day and the guy across from you is going to be, you know, just ribbing you all day that's what you've got to get. And that's what that will bring, especially with, you know, the the high-profile thing. Because everybody, like, everybody wants to down those teams, you know what I mean? The big, the big, oh. you know. And if Red Bulls can be the underdog instantly, people are just going to gravitate towards that because that's what people want to see, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see it, I, I, I've already seen plenty of people that are not Red Bulls fans say that, New York City FC would immediately replace the Red Bulls in their list of teams they hate, specifically because of the whole Man City Yankees connection. So I mean it's it's not and it's not just us that is worrying about or not not say worried about it, it's not just us that are kinda of hating the team already, it's everybody else around the country. So that it's and someone made a point about this on Reddit and I hadn't thought about it before, but now that I'm about to say it, it actually makes a lot of sense. MLS hasn't had a true villain in this league. I mean, yes, you could say L.A. is a villain because of their winning style, but they're not hated. I mean, yes, Red Bulls fans will hate them when they play, but it's not like we hate hate D.C., but we don't hate L.A., really. We just hate that they have titles. So the fact that this team's coming in and it looks like it could be a true villain for the league, and as anybody who watches anything like TVs, movies, wrestling realizes... Without a villain, there's no, no good storylines. Like, no real oh, yeah. good storylines.
1: So what we need is their mascot to be Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> I, I probably well, just have a reference. <laughs> <laughs> I just, re- just dropped the reference that, you know, most of our listeners will never understand. <laughs> and some of your hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> lo- <laughs> All right. I'll remember that for later. <laughs> hey.
2: <laughs>
1: I understand that. <laughs> Pat, just look up wacky races. There you go. That's all you need to know. <laughs> wacky races.
4: Uh, it, it's uh, yeah. New York FC. They they definitely really stand themselves up to be you know the villain. Uh, and uh, yeah, that'll definitely be interesting. But they you know they are they are going to be New York t- New York's team. Um, the Red Bulls will not be New York's team once they arrive. Uh, they, for the Red Bulls to do anything at this point, I mean they they need to. You know, it, to do it just as is now with what they got on the table, they need to win a title or two between now and the time New York, uh, uh shows up in the league. Especially if they're going to play in the Bronx, so they're obviously they're going to siphon some people off in northern New Jersey. Um, you know, but it's, uh, it, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when it all pans out. But, uh, yeah, you know, the, I guess the whole villain thing will be nice for the league. But, uh, the Red Bulls, even though I'm not wholly opposed to this whole New York, uh, two thing, uh, the Red Bulls have some work to do.
1: I can't wait for their third year in existence, and they still don't have a stadium deal. I can't wait.
2: That's gonna be the big thought Three, three years. You only expect three years for that. Well, I'm being nice. I'm thinking it's not that gonna happen for like
3: five. Team. Well, it might not. What if it doesn't happen ever? I mean, look at and I use, example, I, I use this example. I use this example in the last couple of days. You look at the New England Revolution. Why would they want? I mean, I, I understand their situation. The field sucks. Everybody knows that. Uh, but the fact is they got a home pretty much scot free. Why give that up? <laughs> you know, if people are willing to go to Yankee Stadium, they're used to going to Yankee Stadium, and they're willing to deal with those sight lines, and no one's complaining for the first two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, why change the formula? Now this, what this does is that It removes the foot from the gas pedal towards finding that soccer specific stadium. Of course, everybody from, uh, from the Manchester CEO down to Claudio Reyna, they were all telling me, well, of course, you know, we're going to continue the search. We're going to build on this. It's imperative that we do. Uh, but they're winking an eye at Yankee Stadium. They're saying, oh, City Field could be a possibility. If they have those types of ideas, if they, if they really are looking for temporary homes like that, especially the Yankee Stadium option, I don't, I don't see the big rush. won't be a rush and then the other thing you have to look into this guys you know Bloomberg's gone Bloomberg is the yeah. number one supporter of this entire endeavor now that he's gone, you have – and I'm sorry, I don't want to get too political, but if you really look at the Republican and Democrat, Democratic side uh, for the mayoral race this year, I mean you have a bunch of spineless worms. These are probably the worst <laughs> – this is probably the worst mayoral field I have ever seen in my life and maybe that's because we, this has followed two strong leaders in Giuliani and uh, and Bloomberg – Regardless of what you think of either one, they're, they're strong leaders. These guys are spineless. I mean, these guys are, are mealy-mouthed, spineless candidates, and I don't think any one of them would go out, even if they felt like a stadium was the right idea. I don't think that any one of them would go out and go against the uh, the advocates and the political causes and every like the way Bloomberg has. It's just the. To have an ally in this, in the mayor, was huge for Major League Soccer. And whether or not that's going to happen in the next four or eight years again, that's up in the air as well. So there's, there's a lot going up against it. This could very well be longer. I would be willing to bet it's longer than two, three years. Yeah, no, that's absolutely a great point. I mean, you know, the
4: City Field, Yankee Stadium, uh, Barclays Center, none were popular. With people, and if, if they're a spy, i mean, I don't follow New York politics enough to see, you know, say if these guys are spineless or not. I mean, I've, I've not heard good things, but uh, if they are spineless, you say forget about it. Yeah, I mean, you might—you might have to wait till the next mayor. I mean, forget who this
2: guy is. Um, just one little thought of Yankee Stadium. I'm really curious to see what happens the first time there is a rainout, or when the playoffs come by, come around, and MLB says the game has to play on a certain date, and it conflicts with the MLS schedule. I'm I'm, oh. I'm really curious to
3: see how that works out. I think that's happened in the past with the Cosmos while they were there. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they had to move the uh, the fixture over. But yeah, of course, that's that's another risk that you run. And I'm I'm sure that with the kind of see, this is the one thing that's good about being associated with the Yankees. They do get a little bit of pull, you know, uh, whether it comes to uh, to the baseball side, political side, media side, on all those levels. The Yankees have pulled. The Yankees have friends. The Yankees will be able to give some shine to Major League Soccer. And if you know there is a rainout date and it conflicts, uh, I am sure that they'll be willing to accommodate. Especially if they know they have this partnership. Uh, it might be a stretch, but you know, I don't think it would be an impossible thing to do.
2: All right. Um, any last thoughts on this whole the whole situation? I think we covered a lot, so I'm not sure if I say anything else to say.
3: I think people should just get off the ledge, man. If they're if they're Red Bull fans, a few people just went a little bit too over. I've never seen such a such an outrageous divide amongst the fans as I have in the last couple of days. It's it seems to have just gone a little bit overboard. People need to take a breath and and realize that you know. This is something that is definitely going to challenge Red Bull, but look at it as a positive, not a negative. This will push New York to go out there and the New York Red Bulls to go out there and, and you know claim their stake in Manhattan, claim their stake in New York City. They're still going to be Jersey-based. I mean, they're still going to be strong in their community as well, but this gives them a shot at, at being the team. They have two years to do it. Uh, it should be viewed as a challenge, not as a, oh, woe is me, this franchise is going to be doomed. There's time to fix it. Just get Yeah, I That's mean, it. I don't think yeah.
4: Win a couple titles. Uh, that'll help. I don't think your Rebels are going to lose too many fans to uh, NYC FC and uh, everybody else whining. I also don't think any billboards are going to bring anybody new to the stadium. That's just my opinion.
1: Also, who wants to say NYC FC, NYC Such FC, a right? mouthful. Right? God, it's annoying. It's a big
0: mouthful. <laughs> like you guys are so young,
1: but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really long.
2: <laughs> Alright, on... That note, we're going to end our New York City, Man City, Yankee FC (laughs) FC discussion. And we'll take another break. And when we come back, we'll have more Red Bull
1: rant. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, before we take a break, Uh, uh, happy birthday, Dave Martinez.
3: Ah, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. I couldn't let you escape the show. I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate. It. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to end the night any better than being on Red Bull Rant, So thank that's you guys. Right. There you go. <laughs> the best birthday present ever. De- definitely is. Dude, anytime I get to hear Pat's sweet voice the time of night, forget about it. What, what more can I ask for?
2: And and, and get to hear without him somehow possibly losing his job. On top of that.
3: Well, yes, indeed. So that, that's also that's also a good thing. So good for you, Pat. I'm glad that we're all on a good footing right now. That's how we're all. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. So now we will definitely take a break and we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Red Bull Rant. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of craziness in that <laughs> New York City FC discussion, so let's, sh- let's just leave it there and continue on. Um, yes, yeah, move on. Uh, coming up this week on Sunday, 5 p.m. start on Unimas, which means it's blacked out on MLS Live. Fuck you, MLS Live. Um the New York Red Bulls will be hosting the Columbus crew. Uh we have predictions for Pat. He calls it one nothing. Zach calls it two two nothing win. And Kevin calls it a three one win. Uh Pete has not gotten back to me and since we obviously don't know where Craig is, he hasn't gotten back to me either. <laughs> um Ian, since you're the guest, uh why don't you give us your thoughts on this and what you think the score will be? I don't
0: know. It's gonna be it's gonna be after what you just told me, it's gonna be two nil Red Bulls. I just feel it. I feel it. Henri, well, Henri needs another bicycle kick. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm going to say 1-0 Henri with a, with a worldy goal. I was for gonna it's I the what uh, I was gonna say,
2: for it's worth, I, 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 I called a bicycle kick goal last week and that didn't really work out for what it's worth. <laughs> oh,
0: what? I'm changing then. I'm going to say 2-1 Red Bulls, Cahill with a header. That to be
1: the easiest prediction ever. <laughs> the gimme, the gimme now is apparently the Cahill header. <laughs> yeah, does Cahill
0: score any other goals? I
1: don't think so. <laughs> it's a rarity apparently now. Well, here's my prediction, and it's and it's one I like to give often. The prediction will be pain because we're gonna thrash the Columbus Crew up and down that field for ninety minutes. I ha- I hate getting what? cocky because you know this team can let you down when you get cocky. But come on, Henri Henri didn't score. score? Oh, don't worry. I'm getting there. Don't worry. We're, 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 getting, I believe we have another crazy prediction coming on here. Uh, Henry didn't score time. in the last game, so he's going to want to score. I'm telling you right now, Espindola is going to get off the hump. He, he, this, he, it's happening. So I'm going to say four nil. Whoppin'. There it Let, is. Let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. We're going to be throwing flares into our, each other's faces. Putting up banners about how much we hate this new stupid New York team and it's and it's gonna be a total beatdown. And we're just gonna let everyone in the country know who the real metropolitan area team is, and that's the New York Red Bulls. Bam. You
0: know what's gonna happen. No, no. It's gonna be a no no draw. Now <laughs> you settle that. I guarantee it. I'm gonna put money on it now.
1: Look, I, I once predicted a four one win and it and it happened. The crazier things have
0: happened.
1: You know what? Yep. Yeah, I, I'm telling this you. This year like,
2: actually. Yep. I, like I, get a, I get a feeling
1: for these things. Oh, man. Um.
2: I, so I guess the the quota has been lifted on crazy for you. Yeah, that's we're going with okay. Uh. So since we have our crazy prediction, I am not going to go crazy, especially since it hasn't worked out for me the past few weeks. Um, I'm going to go with, along with Ian. Two one victory for the Red Bulls. Uh, probably get a two nothing lead somehow. Give up a late goal to and have to worry about defending it just because it's how we are sometimes. Especially before... Not not that they're going to take their guard away for the U.S. Open Cup, which we'll talk about quickly in a minute, but they are two MLS games away from a three-week break. So I have a feeling that teams just... Especially with the amount of games played so far, uh, league high 14 at this point, that they're ready f- to just go on break and they're going to want to take a rest. So I, that's why I think it's going to be like that. So uh, U.S. Open Cup, we're not going to predict it because we don't know enough about uh, Reading. But so... The Red Bulls are hosting Reading on Wednesday, the 29th. I believe it is a seven o'clock start time at the moment. Uh, as far as I know, all current season ticket holders uh, get into this game for free. Uh, so, if you're nice. a season ticket holder, yeah. So, if you can make it to the game, you know, take up obviously. yeah uh, there's, there's a game you can go mini. to.
1: It's a midweek game. and You're not playing a show for once. <laughs> I know. I did have my eye on that today, actually. And there's, there's going to th- be about 20,000 seats available, I guarantee
0: it. <laughs> I know, and yeah. and see some uh, Xbox players there. But I don't know. I hope so I can make it. I, never, I, I, I did have my eye on it today, actually. But Sunday, I can't do it. But then I think Wednesday could be... I think it's Is it Wednesday? This yeah, Wednesday? Uh, yes. Wednesday. yes. Yep. <clears throat> I think maybe it could be my first appearance of the season. Ah,
1: uh, so we'll see. see.
0: I don't want to jinx it right now but after we've gone all cocky <laughs> with the four nil four nil win <laughs> and an appearance at the stadium, but we'll see
1: now wait since since we're since you you are a guest, how about you tell everybody listening where you will actually be this weekend? We'll let you do a little pluggy plug.
0: I'll be on the beach at Asbury park Stone Pony playing shows on uh Friday, no Saturday and Sunday. Was it memorial weekend? What's that? What? I don't even know what that is. Memorial Day. M- Memorial Day. It, like a m- Monday. It's a it's, bank it's, holiday.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's it's to honor like uh, veterans and all that kind of stuff.
0: Well, we'll be doing that. But really, it's just a one big build-up to Monday. we we'll play at Wembley Stadium. That's what I care about. <laughs> oh, and there's a, the Champions League final. Little little thing to get to get some, through. Some
1: little game. So you're gonna be re- you're, gonna yeah. you're gonna be actually very busy this weekend then.
0: I'm, that's the plan hopefully we've got to find someone to watch the game and then uh, yeah playing Saturday Sunday and then Monday it's all about all I could about since since the last Watford game is all about building up to Monday so get the show the shows will be fun but I don't know I'm nervous that's 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 uh, that's my whole weekend
1: how about this do we make Champions League predictions right now on the show are we doing it why not let's do it who's who's yeah. in who's let's in let's it. let's 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 do it who
0: wants to go first? I'll go first. I'm Bayern Munich is going to smash them. I want Dortmund to win so bad. I'm saying three-one Bayern Munich. Wow. Um,
1: yeah, I'm kind of I I'm kind of with you there. I I would love to but see not goal, now, but no, it's it's going to be really tough. And uh, with Bayern Munich losing a, f- a few years ago to uh, Milan in the Champions League, there's no way they're going to squander this. Was that last year or the year before? I don't remember. I don't La- last year it was, was last year they lost to Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so well, can we just agree they're sick and tired of losing
0: in the Champions League? Oh well, yeah, what, that, <laughs> that's, that's are, they, like, are they going to be so nervous about bottling it because their fans are going to get on their if, if Dortmund get an early goal, are the going to get on their back? I don't know. I'm saying Bayern are going to do it, but I would love to see Dortmund do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think
1: the this, this smart prediction is to go with Bayern, and I, I'll I, I'll I'll say th- I don't want to give a three-one since we already had that, but uh I man, yeah, I'm going to say. I'm going to say 2-0. Uh, That's going to be my prediction. And it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. I hope so. All right,
2: so this, this is going to be the crazy prediction. End of regular time, 1-1. Ooh, end of like it. extra time. End of extra time, 1-1. <laughs> Penalty. Penalty kicks. Yes. And so Baron's how, how going to. That when it's
0: all Germans? It was going all night No one's going to miss the penalty because no, That's German. Right. <laughs> you can't predict that
2: Well this this is This is where I'm going with this Bayern's going to get Semi Some sort of revenge For how they lost last year And they are going to win it In penalty kicks 4-3 to three, When they lost 4-3 last year mm. <laughs> It could just happen It
0: could just happen
2: I'm going to have to To steal a Uh a phrase movie, but in this case any any given saturday you never know
0: gonna, who's, who's going to show up what That's about the for the for the champion final on monday watford winning 6-0 right oh
1: i like it 6-0 <laughs> and i thought i was crazy
0: we can all agree on that watford just yeah. too much
1: <laughs> how about we it's just he, go going to be uh, like a, like an 87th minute watford game winner
0: Oh my god, oh, 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 you'll hear me screaming from wherever you guys are at.
2: <laughs> I, I was gonna say, it's it's either gonna be a, a complete blowout or one of those really, really close matches, so <laughs> it's gonna be one or the other. It's not gonna be an in-between.
0: Oh. I can't take any drama. That drama was too much for me. Well, it was good, but I can't deal with any late-minute penalties or any of, I, I just can't deal with it. I need like a 3-0 clean win, no drama. I don't know uh, I don't now, think I'm gonna, I don't think it's gonna
2: be like that uh, here's a question do you know if it's going to be broadcast here in the US
0: uh the that game yeah 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 I'm, like I uh I'm almost certain if it's I'm booking the plane ticket right now because I've got to see it <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure it's on, I'm sure it's on I think it's on uh, ESPN I think but don't quote me on that that'd be cool I've got my bar set up I'm going out 10, at, 10 a.m in the morning it's the holiday we're all good. Unless we lose, and then I'm—I don't know what I'll do. That would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, we might not I hear from you again them. if
0: they lose. Yeah, <laughs> I might give up. I might. Give, I might have to switch sports if lost, <laughs> lose. I can't take anymore. I think it'll be—I don't know—women's volleyball or something. <laughs> not
1: football. really. There's always Aussie rules football.
0: And we were just watching that in Australia. It's mental. I oh my I god! Crazy. I get rules? I don't understand what. And everyone's just waiting around for the ball to come over to them, and then they kick it for a goal that's like the size of a house. How does that? I don't even not to not to discredit it or anything. I just didn't understand it. I didn't couldn't. I just couldn't tell what the hell was going on. I,
1: I would kill for MLS referees to wear the silly hats that Aussie rules football refs wear. That I'd be all about that. They were some funny
0: hats. <laughs> I do that. I, I just it, like, want thing. what the hell is that? I,
2: I want the refs in MLS to be miked up like the rugby refs are in England so i can hear so i want to hear what they're saying that's what i want to hear that 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 would that they can't, they can't be even the,
0: complain what do you mean they can't complain like the like like the players can't complain to the ref not allowed like not as soon as the decision is made they just you watch it but i mean if if they can make that in football there's, a, there's always a big debate Well, not a big debate but Uh-oh. there's always that talk of how they can bring that into football but there's no you know like as soon as the rest makes this everybody just gets on with it on, on with the game that's a that's a i don't know it's, a, it's good to see i don't like complaining <laughs> we do that not the players
1: yeah that's true leave it up to the fans
0: to complain we have plenty to complain about exactly exactly
2: all right it's just, so, it's just
0: boring with the game when you see that no one wants to see that
2: all right uh- so on that, let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, you can visit our website, redbullrant.wordpress.com. You can email us, redbullrant.gmail.com. You can call us during the week, 973-348-5329 on Skype, Red Bull Rant, Facebook, redbook, uh, Red facebook.com slash redbullrant. Google Plus, Storify, at Red Bull Rant on Twitter, at Dr. Stooge, at D 82 at The Truman, and at Ian Perkins for Ian And you can subscribe to us via uh, iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Uh, Any last thing to say before we go?
1: Oh, well, since I, you know, so boldly predicted uh, this uh, result, I have to say win. That's it. That's all I got. That's right. Pat's not here, so (laughs) you don't have anything else. Pat's got nothing. (laughs) All right. So
2: for all of us, this was episode number 59. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out.